0: All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, today, we're joined by a super special guest on The Six Pack. We got handsome bananas hair, though. We got a McGuire on. <laughs>
1: yeah, how, you, how are you doing today, Berg?
0: Dude, I'm Glad great. Thanks having, for coming uh, on, man.
1: I don't know, I've been wanting to come on since you first started this. Like, uh, what was it, like a few months ago, a year ago? A
0: couple months ago, yeah. Dude, well, you showed a ton of love, and I was like, I definitely want to hear the little bro perspective. We've had big bro on. Um, definitely want to hear what the little bro has to say.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm happy to put my, my inside in.
0: Cheers, my brother. Cheers. Hell cheers. yeah. Yes, sir. Hmm. Hmm. Ah, uh, that just hits right when you've been out in the sun for a while. Yeah. Nice old belly
1: wash right there.
0: And you've been getting a lot of sun in Vegas.
1: Yeah. I had a nice ass tan a couple months ago. I was working out in the sun all day. And then it's kind of gone away a little over time, but I need to get I need to get back out there.
0: So you do you you moved? Did you finish up your last two years of high school out there? So I was a junior at KP when they shut
1: everything down. I remember I was in Mr. Breen's class, and we they made the announcement. They're like, "Oh, we're not doing any more after school activities because of COVID." And we're like, "What the? That f-? ain't gonna do shit." And then they did, you know, the two weeks off. Yeah, moved out here. And I was uh that was my senior year, so I was like, "Dude, I'm about to be a new kid senior year." But school was like nine months, right? Eight months we were just doing online. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't even get to go into school. Like, I, I have my fucking diploma around here somewhere. But I remember being at graduation, and I was like looking around. And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know any of these
0: motherfuckers." Dude, what were you doing for fun then? Just bowling around with uh, your brothers?
1: Yeah, I've uh he met through one of his old friends from we lived out here before we he moved. I met him and I've kind of hung out with them a whole lot. Actually, uh, I worked at Walmart a couple months after I first moved out here. fuck, I can't talk. But everyone I worked with was around my age. So it was really just, that's how I got to meet people out here. Stuff like that. So that was, and a lot of them went to school with me. Of course, it was all online. So I didn't get to see them in person. But it was nice meeting people like that. But, School out here was way fucking easier, though, because we're Nevada's 49th in education. And Massachusetts is like number one or two
2: in public schools.
1: Oh, brutal. So, dude, I was cruising through it. All my teachers were like, it'd be a little assignment. And I would just be doing it like nonchalantly. Like I'd be thinking I was doing half ass. And then they'd be like, damn, like kind of put in a lot of effort. McGuire, <laughs> the best assignment. I'm like, you fucking shit right now.
0: Yeah, so that brings me up. What's the uh, how's the culture difference been for you?
1: So, I find like the biggest thing I've noticed, and I've been here two years now. Like May twenty first was two years since I moved out here. I find, or I found when I first moved out here, people would put on a front when I first met them. Like when I meet someone, the first thing they do is like show me like all the fights they've been in, all like all their stuff, all stuff they've done. And what music they like? I wouldn't really? know who the fuck they were. I just know what they did. If that makes sense, yeah. I'm not and- gonna lie, I'm pretty nonchalant. I'm like, I'm like, all right, that's cool, but like, who the fuck are you? Because <laughs> I can show you pictures of shit I've done too, but you won't know who I am. Like they'd be bragging to me, all the shit they've done.
0: They would but just brag off rip.
1: Yeah, but and I mean, I I'm pretty curious guys, so I'd like I'd ask them questions and stuff, and I could tell they were like kind of like, what the fuck? Like this person's actually. Interested, yeah and stuff like that and just i find and ethan talked about it you can't like shit talk people here i mean i can now because they know but like you know i like you and i start like ragging on you and shit like that and right I exactly be like, like like ethan said they'd be like damn dude like what the fuck that we were your <laughs> friends
0: that's just that northeast shit like mm-hmm. be, you like you only know they're your boys because they're putting you down and just being like, oh, shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I've always wanted to go out west. Uh, it's just beautiful out there. Um, it's great out
1: here. I'm glad I grew up out there in the northeast, like mm-hmm. in that small town and getting to know everyone. Like right. I moved there from like fifth grade onwards to 11th grade, my junior year, like just being with the same group of kids in a small school. Fucking the school
2: I went to out here my last year had something like 2,000 kids or something like that. 3,000 kids.
1: Damn. KP is only like 1,200. Right. So it was it was just different culture getting to know everyone and stuff out there. I'm glad I'm out here now, though, that I'm an adult. There's way more opportunity out here. I'm glad I'm fucking out here instead of bumfuck oh, Norfolk sitting on my ass. <laughs>
0: I agree with that. It I feel like you uh you kind of got the best of both worlds where you are now in a, a really is it still fastly growing? Yeah, it's insane. I mean, Lake Mead
1: is draining right now. It's so dry. They're finding like bodies from the mob. Like they're oh, finding shit. bodies in suitcases and shit. And people are acting no surprise. Like we didn't know that's what we were gonna find when Lake Mead started going down, but it's been rapidly expanding. People from California are coming in. Yeah. Like you yeah. can see them online, like maps of Vegas, like in the '80s, which is like 20 years before I'm born. Yeah, but you can still see just the difference. And even like when I moved away in 2012 and how it is now. Like I, when I first moved back, we'd be driving through like areas I used to live in. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? I
0: like saw malls, I saw a TikTok and, like that. and it was uh, an overhead picture, and it was just the the city. It just kept it growing and expanding, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. It reminded me a little bit of Tampa, but um, it's just like. So you, you like, you did get the best of both worlds. You grew up out of, out in Vegas, out in the desert. I think that's good for the soul. And then you get that small town. You get all four seasons out here for a couple of years. And then now you're an adult. You're entering the professional world, you know, you and, you know, you can go to strip clubs and stuff back out there. Now.
1: <laughs> I haven't been to a strip club yet. That's on my to-do list. You though, haven't been to 18. a strip club yet, bro? No, no. Come I on. mean, I go through Chinatown a lot, and there's a lot of strip clubs down there, so. I was gonna see them, but I've never stopped in yet. I don't have my fake yet. I need to get that. I feel I mean, like that's most
0: aren't them. A lot of them are twenty or eighteen.
1: Yeah, a lot of them are eighteen. I for I don't know the exact ruling on it. There's little darlings. That's like
0: the most popular one out here. <laughs> I think there's one called like gentleman jacks or some shit. You know oh know that shit, <laughs> dude! You could just be <laughs> bowling where Tiger Woods and shit would be going. Uh no, I fucking might run into them. You know, there's a lot of celebrities out here in Vegas. Have you ran into
1: anybody? No, Ethan. Uh, the he used to do neighborhood security, and I'm doing security now. I do it at a mall, though. He Dana White lived in his neighborhood.
0: Oh my god!
1: So he was like on the lookout for Dana White the whole time he worked there. I don't know if we ever actually saw him.
0: Uncle Dana, <laughs> Dana White, baby. Yeah, the commission. What got you into security? Well, I was working at Walmart for like a year and a half,
1: and I was making sixteen an hour, which is good money. And I was just. Our, it was fun to work there because it was such a shit show. And then they started cracking down. And I was like, damn, this shit kind of sucks. I ended up getting fired because I missed a lot of time off. I had an injury happen. And then Ethan was doing security. So I was just like, well, fuck. like, I'll just do that. He's like, I need to get a, a card first, like a certification. So I'm a fucking private investigator in the state of Nevada, which sounds a lot more fucking badass than it is. And the <laughs> most concerning part is like private investigator, right? Like I feel like being able to tail people and serve warrants and shit they have to test outside the building with the study guide right next to it so all you got to do is walk up grab the study guide grab the test go in your car fill out all the correct answers real quick and then go on they take your picture and shit like all right there you go so damn i've been no. i've been i was concerned i mean i was glad it was easy but i was like bro, i feel like there should be more barriers to entry with this shit like i don't know
0: I just hire you to see uh, who you know who's who's my wife's been fucking. Just my wife's <laughs> uh-huh. boyfriend. I, can, I gotta I make can sure do my wife's boyfriend's career's on track, so I'll hire you.
1: <laughs> yeah, my uh, my other coworker, he was telling me how we did all that stuff. I just do the security at a mall. It's a pretty high end mall. It's nice. I've had a lot of shit happen there. I remember like my first week there. I was just walking around. Is security? They changed the law a couple years back. I'm not allowed to touch you or grab you, or do anything like that, I'm basically just observing report. Like, I'm just a glorified tattletale. <laughs> I just look good in the uniform. Like
0: Hell yeah. But
1: I, w- I was walking around, and this fucking dude comes up to me all frantic, and he's like, hey, man, hey, man, you're security, right? You're security. I'm like, yeah, yeah, well, what's up? What's up? Like, fucking lost your car or some shit? He's like, no, man, I got people coming after me, and they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me, dude. I-, I have an Uber who's coming, and I need you to watch my back. When I get in there, so don't kill me. I'm like, yeah, man, I got you. I got you, bro. And he went back into, like, some business. I hope he got home because I dipped the fuck out of
2: there real
1: quick. I was, like, watching from around the corner. And I saw him walk back out, and he's, like, looking all around trying to find me. And I I fucking, I dipped. But...
0: <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Oh, my God, bro. You just It's
1: just the most surreal people. And I work 2 to 10, so around, like, 7, 8 o'clock when people started getting drunk and shit. I did. So right after the war in Ukraine started, this Ukrainian woman was there and her husband has abandoned her there and she was drunk off her ass. So I was trying to talk to her and she kept speaking Ukrainian to me. I did not know what the fuck she was saying. (laughs) I ended up, I ended up escorting her out and I got her a taxi and she like gave me a card with her number. She's like, look me up in California. I'll take care of you. I'm "I'm, I'm good. Looking good luck.
0: You got to pursue that. That's got. That could be your baby mama. I
1: do. She looked like a Barbie doll, though. She had so much plastic surgery done. She was not nice to look at.
0: Oh man! And you see a Jesus. lot of that
1: out here too. You look at some of you like, fuck. If I hold a blow dryer to your face, you're gonna like fucking melt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask, how is the people watching? Because I imagine it's fascinating. It is. It is great
1: because uh, I worked at a mall. I worked at the Rent Outlets, so I got to see a lot of like foreigners coming too. Yeah, and here it's. I see fucking Bugattis, Ferraris, like these Italian people pull up all the time with these supercars. And Vegas just has weird people in general. Like, So it, it's one of the perks of the job. I'll just post up on the corner and watch people. They, they had a crazy hair competition there. So people were doing like big-ass mohawks. Someone looked like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> so it, it's just fun watching the, the people out there. I just have to stand in a corner and look mean. It's like really the whole job. So.
0: What do you think attracts those weird people to Vegas? I could like because I, I part of me is a uh, thinking like fear and loathing in Las Vegas, like that um, <laughs> uh what's his name? I know that's a Johnny Depp movie, but I'm thinking of who, by the way, beat the case. Shout out Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, um, I know. I saw that.
0: What's interesting Oh, that's,
1: that's the dude. That's who book. I was gonna
0: say. What do you What do you know about Thompson,
1: bro? I mean, I know Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I need to rewatch that movie, though, because I watched that when I was in eighth grade before I took, like, acid and shrooms and, like, got high and all that.
2: Yeah. I remember
1: watching it. My mom came in. She's like, you're really watching this movie? It's not even that cool. And then I talked to my dad about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, I took fucking acid, and I saw that in the movie theater. You got to watch it that way. So so that's the plan now. Well,
0: that's... Oh my goodness! What a, Hunter S. Thompson is a crazy motherfucker, dude. Like, literally, would just rail, blow, cane all day, drink, rip, cigs. Um, I I, I really want to read more about. He just didn't give a shit about anything. I really want to. Yeah, read I more. remember
1: I uh, hearing his like daily routine. He's like, he's like six a.m. through like two lines of coke. Oh, the, the
0: Joe Rogan drink. Yeah, the the Joe Rogan. Wake up, cocaine. Seven <laughs> Wake up, cocaine. Si- like oh my god, it was start at like four o'clock, and then he's like, um, you know, four fifteen. Start seriously doing cocaine <laughs> and just drink. Oh my god! And know, he, he just, living
1: that he living the life right now. Or he there, there was. There's a story a uh,
0: little Sasquatch was saying on his podcast about how he just got into a shootout with his neighbor. Just are they both just shooting guns at each other for whatever reason? That is a crazy dude it seemed like that'd be fun, getting in a shootout with your neighbor,
1: spice <laughs> things up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Dude, so wh- is that how you got introduced to psychedelics? Because I've always been fascinated. I've never done any any really hard drugs uh, like that.
1: I, so the, the first psychedelic I did was shrooms, like you yeah. year, And my acquaintance, I've known him since like middle school. And one day, he's, I was sitting in study, and he's like, hey, amigo. Hey, and show me a picture of like a bag of shrooms on his phone. And I don't know what shrooms look like. i never done them.
0: Was, was this like, back in Mass?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like King Philip. And he's like, I'm like, oh shit, those look good. I didn't pick up on the hint and he was trying to sell them. And uh, he's like, he, eventually he told me what he was doing. I'm like, no questions asked. I bought them. He was so surprised because he's like, bro, I've been having a hard time trying to convince people. They're scared. Ever since I heard about shrooms and asking all that in like Dare class, I wanted to try that shit. Like, I don't know. If- How you feel about it. But that shit
2: made me more interested to try it. I took them like that Friday. I bought them on Thursday. I was impatient. And I got,
1: you can't really describe it. And I hate, and I remember never taking shrooms and hearing people say that and being disappointed. But like, I feel like, fuck, I'm going to sound like a hippie. Like, (laughs) I don't know how to describe it. But I just remember eating them and I hop in the shower and I had this like shit eating grin on my face or shit eating grin on my face the whole time because I was so excited. Got out the shower, felt great. I wasn't even that fucked up yet. And I went downstairs and I sat on my couch and I remember looking at my phone and the light got so bright, I couldn't even read what was on my phone. So I'm like, all right, put my phone down and looking at the wall and the classic fucking whoop, 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 (laughs) fucking wall was moving. And I was like,
2: oh my God, it's actually working.
1: And I just feel like my mind got opened up, like your third eye. You hear that shit a lot. Yeah. And it sounds, like I said, it sounds hippie as fuck, but like once you do it, you'll know. And then I remember my highlight, I remember touching a tree, you know, it was nighttime. It was like kind of cold out. It was December and the full moon was on me. I touched a tree and everything made sense. (laughs) (laughs) Like everything made sense. I remember this. I touched a tree for a second. I was like, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that.
0: You just felt a you just felt the energies surrounding you just made sense. Dude, it,
1: it, like nature is crazy because I've done shrooms later here
0: in Vegas
1: and there's chill in my room and it's not the same. Like I've done I haven't had a bad trip on mushrooms, more just like an unproductive one, if that makes sense. Because shrooms aren't so much just to eat them and get fucked up and have fun. You learn a lot. The shroom will show you what the shroom wants to show you. Acid, on the other hand, you can take acid and kind of, like, still do shit and control what the fuck's going on. But sh- shrooms are, I prefer them. I said they feel more natural. I did right. uh, I did acid, like, six months after that when I was moving away. My uh, buddy picked up some acid, surprised me, and didn't even tell me. And he's like, yeah, dude, we're doing this. Because he, me and him did shroom tea, like, a month after I first did shrooms. And I never had tea in my life, so we just stuck them in hot water. And we had a, like, little hot water dispenser in my kids Yeah, so yeah. Put the shrooms in there and put the hot water in there. Well, as we're doing this, my fucking stepdad comes up the stairs. And he's like, what the fuck you guys drinking tea for? What do you guys got there? And he's, like, trying to look in there. And we're covering it up. Like, we're not trying to get roofied at the club. We're like, oh, no,
2: don't, don't worry about it.
1: You know? We didn't get that fucked up off the shrimp tea, but we did the, the acid. And that shit felt like a video game. That's, like, the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Colors were so vibrant. Uh, we would just look at the clouds for hours and then just fuck up. And as we were peaking, when you do psychedelics, about two to three hours in is when you're going to get the most high. And you're chilling there for like 30, 45 minutes, and then you start coming down. It's not like when you smoke and like right after you smoke, you're like as high as you're going to be or when you drink a couple of minutes after you're going to be high. And my mom fucking walked in and her face was like, or- like dark orange and like moving and shit. And I was trying to talk to her. Didn't know. She didn't figure it out. I can walk in the house a little bit high and she'll know right away. But I fucking talked to her with her face, whole fucking morphing and shit. And she
2: didn't know. So I always <laughs> thought that's funny, but
0: that's so funny. Do you feel yeah. like I, I've read some, or I've seen some horror stories. Um, You know, that YouTube channel, channel five with Andrew Callahan. I don't, I'm not familiar with that. Anymore. Okay. Well there's him. And then there was a vice documentary and people would like, this guy on the, the vice thing said he was selling acid or something and he had a water bottle full or something and he's, it spilled on him and it oh. absorbed, it absorbed a, a lot of it absorbed through his skin, like 40 times more than what you're supposed to take. And he said like two to three years of the TV static uh, vision and just like uh, depression and things like that. Like it, Dude,
1: I bet I've only had one real shitty trips So when it comes to acid you have the classic paper tabs and you have these gel tabs
0: and yeah. generally
1: at least in vegas the gel tabs are double dose the way acid is measured is in ugs i don't know what the fuck it stands for but gen- the general dose is like 100 to 150 and the gel tabs are like 300 350 well about this time last year i was graduating fucking high school like a week left and i was like you know what fuck i'm gonna celebrate i took some i gave some to my brother. And fucking, uh, we were fucked up because we didn't know they were double dosed. And then we yeah. took another one because we're, we were having, we felt acid, you will feel as high as you've ever felt in your whole life. And I've done like a variety of drugs, but acid still, you would feel as high as you've ever been. So we took the other one and somewhere between walking down the staircase to my living room, the second tab hit us and shit got out of hand we were so fucked up what you'll do on more on acid than shrooms is you'll loop and like you would do the same shit and what me and my brother kept doing is we kept walking up the stairs to my room and walking back downstairs to the living room and we did that for maybe three fucking hours and it felt like five minutes
0: you just kept doing the same shit over and over again yeah
1: and you don't think about it and then when you break the loop like i think my brother was like yo what the fuck we've been doing this for like God knows how long. And then like when it hits you and you're like, oh shit, you're right. But too much acid's scary because at one point, uh, I couldn't read English. And it and when you're sitting there and you can read English your whole life, you're like, oh, it'd be fun if I couldn't understand English. It's fucking scary because I remember I was so fucked up, I just wanted to be sober again. Yeah. Like because you can't sleep on acid and nothing like that. You're just zinged. And I remember looking over at my clock and it looked like gibberish. And Damn. I was sitting there in my bed before and I was like, all right, like how much, how much time you got left? Like four hours looking at my clock. And then I realized I can't read my clock. So I don't know how much longer I'm going to be fucked up for. And on top of that, my phone died and my charger wasn't working. So I had no phone. Just stuck alone with my own thoughts. Couldn't sleep the whole night. And as I was coming down, finally, I remember watching the sunrise. Damn. As I was like. Finally becoming so, it was a religious experience. I was like, thank fuck, I'm back to normal now. But I found out that I was failing all my classes at the same time.
0: Oh, so I was shit. trying to do all
1: well, my dumb ass, you know, like how you check your grades and shit. I was yeah. looking at term one the whole year, and term one, I had straight A's in all my classes,
2: right? <laughs> and then I, I get term
1: four, and it was like D, 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 F. We only had four classes my senior year. I was like, yeah, are you fucking kidding me? So I did all my makeup work. I graduated though; it was, it was fine. Do
0: you want to go to college at all?
1: Uh, no. I'm gonna go to welding school this summer.
0: Oh, dude, oh, yeah, you're golden. I,
1: I just, I don't think college, fucking, me and college, would work out. Yeah, I was gonna do gunsmithing for a minute because I got a knack for working on guns. And uh, but there's really not that much money in that. So right with welding, fucking. By the time I'm 21, I'll be making like hundred thousand a year.
0: Yeah, twenty thousand a year. Doing That's out. I mean, and it's yeah. it's
1: less than five thousand bucks in schooling, and I'll be done in like
0: six months. So like, it's all the uh, all those blue collar jobs. You know, I've been working. They're, landsca- well, they're
1: dying. It's they're dying. Yeah, so and I, like I've been trying to hire up the house.
0: I've been landscaping, and uh, I talked to some of the electricians that are working on the house or stuff like that. Like the average age just keeps going up and up and up. Like there's so there, it's a a very low floor to get in, and there's an exponentially high ceiling for earning and doing well as uh, an electrician carpenter, all those sorts of things.
1: Well, you make good money doing that. And I like doing like physical work. Yeah, it's great. Like I'm not, a, I'm not a laborer by any means. Like I don't got the best body for doing that, but just <laughs> something about like doing that shit with your hands. And after like you're done, I feel, I actually feel like I've got work done and stuff like that. And I feel like a big reason the trades are dying. Cause Especially out there in Massachusetts, they just push college down your throat since like fucking elementary school. Right. Like, they don't yeah. even talk about there being another way. Right. And I remember uh, Mr. Skinny, I think, he did a career class my junior year out there where he actually talked about the trades and all that.
2: Yeah. So well, I, and they-
1: that was interesting. And my dad's been doing like welding and pipelines since fucking forever. So I've always had that open. It's like I avenue to
0: do well dude that's fantastic i'm uh, i'm stoked to you for that um when you when you were moving back out there did you take part you didn't take part in the the, the vegas odyssey of all the guys in my grade.
1: no we so i remember how it worked is me and corbin flew back out here in like last week of may and then ethan hung out for another month
2: that's the fuck right. around out
1: there yeah yeah else. And then Dale drove down there, and uh, me and Corbin had been living with my dad fucking uh, that whole summer, for that month that he was still out there. We were smoking so much weed. We We met this kid whose mom grew weed plants in his house. And the first day we met him, we're like, you smoke, right? Because we just saw weed plants walking in through your house. He's like, yeah, man, I can go steal some real quick. Gave us like a fucking whole zip of fucking weed when he came over. And he we, we organized it to so where he'd do that like every weekend because he wasn't that fun to be around. He had this nasty Texas accent, big ego, and all that. Yeah. But we just know if he came over, he'd bring a lot of weed, and he'd leave it there every time because he'd be scared to get a ride home with his mom, the fucking weed <laughs> bag, knowing that he stole it from her. So I remember, I forget. Gunny flew out here, I think. I forget. So Joey, Josie, Chini Bonch right came out here, that was a time, and then Funny gunny came in at some point. I forget
0: exactly. How was when. yeah? Because he had football, so he went for like a weekend. I think. How was a uh, how was bulling with those guys? You know that that was. that was so much fun. That was the they were like raw. Yeah, they were all out there. And they're
1: like, damn, it's fucking hot out here. It was really just drinking. I think Ethan spoke about it. We had a rule that you can't drink till it was twelve in the tri town, which out here is nine o'clock. <laughs> So by like nine o'clock, we're used to start day, day drinking, doing beer bongs and shit like that. Uh fucking uh we had shroom tea at one point. And uh I heard some he said, stories so Joe, about Joe C didn't do any because he was like, I want to be cop, like I, I don't wanna I don't wanna do that stuff. Yeah. So uh, everyone else did it though, and including that kid that I was just telling you about mm-hmm. who was always giving us the weed. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. Well, this
1: motherfucker had such an ego, and I've t- taken too much shrooms. Multiple times and that shit gets scary. So like I knew to respect the shroom. So I only had like a, a glass of the shroom seat. Well, he ended up having like three or four. Oh boy. And he's never done shrooms before. And we're sitting there on the couch and we were watching that acid documentary. Ethan was talking about, and like Gunny's laughing, Ethan's fucking laughing. I'm I'm giggling. My uh, Corbin's fucked up too. Clinch was in the bathroom looking at the magazine. Yeah, I heard he Clinch was a- laughing. A bathroom a wall. Oh which was documentary so
0: was it again? It's
1: called, like, Have a Nice Trip or something. It's like some psychedelic documentary. Oh, I, yeah. that's. On
0: but Netflix. you got to watch okay. it.
1: You got to watch it on acid or shrooms. It's fucking a trip. Okay. But anyways, we're sitting there, and the, the documentary gets more trippy the more fucked up we're getting. And the fucking uh, the kid who had too much, uh, drank a bunch of the shroom tea, he's sitting there, he's like, tur, tur, turn it off, turn it off. And he's, like, scratching his neck like a crackhead. And oh, he's, he's just like, tweaking out? The- yeah, we're like, what the fuck? He's like, turn, turn it off, turn it off. And eventually, we're just we're like, dude, go fuck off upstairs if you don't want to watch it. You're the only one that's doesn't want to watch it. He went upstairs, and I followed him up there because I felt bad. I just want to check in on him. Fucking spray puke all over the fucking upstairs. My dad comes out all fucked up, too. And he's like, I'll clean it up. You go back downstairs. I He ended up going to my younger brother's room. And I walked in there, and he was, like, leaning up on the wall next to, like, a window. And there was sunlight coming in through the curtains, and he was just like trying to grab it with his hands, and he was just gone. Wow. So I left him alone. I'm like, you know what? You're gonna have a nice trip in here. And then the next day, uh, he spent he spent the night and he was like, dude, I gotta do that again. You won't do that again tonight. I'm like, Fuck no, bro. I'm never doing
0: that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, You fucking ruined it, you rat. Yo, oh, yeah. When you talk about that fear uh and like respecting the streams you talk about that fear what is that fear like is it kind of like that scene i'm I'm kind of envisioning it like that scene in a in a talladega nights where uh where ricky bobby's driving with the live cougar and his dad's like you gotta you gotta drive with the fear son you gotta just drive with the fear is that what it's like or how how would you well, describe the fear the,
1: the, the best way i can like explain the, the fear you get from it is like We've had, like, millions of years to evolve and shit and all that, for like, different fears like fire and all that shit. But shrooms are, like, so unnatural to us. I mean, they're natural. They grow up the earth and shit. Like, I don't know how i explain this. But I remember the first time, because the first time I did shrooms, at the time of my life, I was in my room dancing like a Native American, bro. Like, fucking have good old time. Took them, to, like, a month later. And I remember sitting there. It was a school night. It was Monday night. And when you take shrooms or any second of them, you have to be 100% sure that you want to do it. And because the mindset you have going in, like, because you eat them and you have 30, 45 minutes before it hits you, you got to be in a good mindset. And I ate them because I was excited. And then, like, before they hit me, I said, I'm like, dude, it's a school night. Like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And as soon as they started to hit me, the whole vibe in my room just changed. And I was miserable. It said, I got that thing again where I couldn't read the clock, couldn't read my phone. It's pitch black outside. All I had was me and my cat. And I talked to my cat for like six hours. Just like, like, Cleo, I know I'm fucked up. You know, what I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm like,
2: yeah, yeah, I know.
1: It's just, it's just scary. And I can't really describe it. But just being like curled up in the corner of my room, like scared of the shadows and shit. I probably looked like I was tweaking like a motherfucker to anyone else. I I feel like I'm doing a shitty job explaining it, but it's no, just dude, such a, you're
0: doing. I mean, I, I've talked to some. You my just fr- feel like you're yeah. in a
1: box, and you know when you don't want to be fucked up. It's like when you're being drunk and you don't want to be drunk. You're like, or you're too high, and you want to be less high. Yeah, it's just the worst feeling. Because and I, and you can tell yourself, like, like I said, only six hours are going to be like this. But when you can't read the fucking clock, you don't know. How long you gonna be like that? And what I had end up happening is, psychedelics like, have a called ego death, where you forget like who you are, like your name, what you look like, and all that. And that's what you want to be, or that's how you really get to experience psychedelics. It's like your mind is free. I was getting teased though. Like I was at the point where I forgot my name and my face and what my parents looked like. I remember sitting there like, "All right, what's your mom look like?" And my mind was just blanking. Wow. And I couldn't remember what I looked like, what my name was. That was the scariest part. Just forgetting who I was, hmm. and I remember going to go take a piss, and I remember walking and looking in the mirror, and I didn't know who the fuck I was looking at. I didn't know it was me. I was looking. At. I'm like, "Who's this ugly motherfucker in my bathroom? <laughs> what the fuck?
0: Nah, who's this and... handsome cat looking at back at me? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, well, it's just it's a different type of fear. Like, okay. I
0: hope it's... you never
2: experience it. It sucks.
0: But got you. Well, I'm just it's fascinating to me because. I feel like, you know, when you talk about ego death, sh- do you feel like everybody should experience that? Because it sure sounds like i think what I've been described. think everyone should try acid. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I've had real ego death one time with like Ethan off acid. So he, he never done acid before, and he was hounding me. He's like, you know how many times I smoked you out, Dick? You need to pay me back. I'm like, I got a type of acid? You want that? And that worked. So we took that, and we really weren't feeling it until we smoked. And don't ever smoke on ask your first time because I remember ripping it. And then I passed it to Ethan. I remember looking at his face and watching the pores on his face like grow and start moving and shit. Oh, shit. And I was like, I'm like, I need to go sit down. I played it off to him. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go piss real quick. I was making a nest in the couch just to get comfortable. I didn't even know my nervous system could create feelings like that. But I remember we were watching the TV. And he's watching Chappelle's show. That's what he had on. I remember like it zooming out and I felt like watching my TV, I was outside of like a stadium watching like the big jumbotron and just thinking like how everyone else has a TV and they're all watching into it too. And they get a, get their entertainment from there. I can't really like articulate how it felt. Right. But I forgot who I was then. I, I just felt like I was like floating around and shit and, uh, a thing on acid is you can think something and you'll visualize it so clearly in your head. You, th- you think that you'd actually done it. So I sat there for an hour, like kept imagining myself go to the bathroom and I just wouldn't, I didn't piss myself or anything, but it's just such a, I said, I'm doing a shitty way of describing it. No, dude, you you got to try describing it.
0: Perfect. Point. Now, but like, how is it different compared to when you're like, when you smoke pot, because when i'm high i feel like i'm on such a like different frequency than i am normally like i was um like i'll be watching tv and i'll be like well that acting is kind of weird i don't know why you know know what i mean or i'll be like oh that that animation or that whatever is sick or just that looks weird or that looks unnatural or and it's just a completely different ball game even um if you're in the car with somebody, you're like, "Well, like they're going a little too fast for this turn, or they're uh they're slowing down too late." Like you're just so in tune to everything. Is there like a chemical reason behind that? I've I've always found it so well, weird. Like
1: I know on acid and shrooms, so the main ing- or like the active ingredient in shrooms that makes you trips called psilocybin. Like how with weed, it's THC that gets you high. Well, what it does with your brain is if you see like a chart of your brain, it's like you have the outline of the brain and these points that connect like tells you like what to do this and all your thought processes Where on lsd and shrooms all of them are connected at once uh, or like say you're only using like 10 percent of those connections when you're yeah. sober on acid or shrooms it's like 50 60 70 they're all lighting up together and don't don't quote me on those numbers but like everything's just way more connected and you're thinking you're like you're a fucking genius like looking at a the paint on the wall you're like this paint is beige like oh my god like,
0: <laughs> and you
1: think like <laughs> you think you're the first motherfucker to fucking figure that out but the best way i can like in comparison to weed comes to psychedelics like i use condiments as an example like you have ketchup mustard barbecue sauce and mayonnaise i guess this is what comes to mind yeah they're all condiments like al- ketchup is like alcohol and mustard's like weed they both get you fucked up but they're different mm. at the same time Acid and shrooms are the same thing because I remember asking my like, people who'd done shrooms before I took them like, what is it like weed? It's a whole different fucking like
0: cuisine almost. Right. You so can't even like, really compare
1: it. Yeah, it'd be like, like
0: relish. Would it be like just a completely different ball game <laughs> of a condiment?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like relish. Yeah. Okay. You feel like relish too. That that body high on acid is the most fucking wonderful thing. Gotcha. Like I remember fucking, I was like holding on to my kitchen table because I was getting so fucked up from the body high. Like, I felt like I had to hold on to the table. I'd, like, float up into the ceiling. And my, yeah. my younger brother came in and he was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm fucked up.
0: Well, that's a, that's a I think that's why I I hated smoking when I was um a young lad. Um, But it was just, I th- I think a lot of it was that, I was always drunk and I was always drinking. I, I still do and I you know, I still do and I really do like alcohol a lot. Um I think it makes you social, you're happy, you know, you're hanging out, you're having fun with your friends, uh you're talking to people. Most of it nonsense, but you are talking, you know, sometimes to girls yeah, too. The
1: shit and stuff like that. But
0: uh like I've been so stoned before where And especially when you're drunk, you get so much more high because your blood—it's like Mm -hmm. looser or something like that. But I've been—I—I remember one time specifically. I don't know if I had been drinking that day or not, but I I smoked, uh, this like, uh, this bougie ass ghetto ass gravity bong, um, and I was (laughs) like, you know, with the little like the Uh... twist the the water bottle, you cut it in half. Like people, when people are making Jeebs, bro, they they should be engineering majors or some bullshit.
1: I know fucking watching the intuition that will happen when there's nothing to smoke out of. It's insane. Seeing the people, I'm like, dude, if you actually put (laughs) this effort into other things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. Cause I'm like, oh, I want to, you know, I'm at home. I'm a, you know, semi grown man. I'm 20 years old. I'm like, oh, like, you know, I kind of want to just, I don't really want to go out you know, I don't want to spend money. I just kind of want to smoke a joint watch a movie or take a hit off a joint, watch a movie or something. But it's like people I'm like, it's just such a process. And I just seeing people are be like, bro, like you're going to need an apple and you need the grinder and you need a lighter and then you need a pen cap. And then, Oh, if you want to do a real gravity bong, you're going to need like uh, a McDonald's large cup and a half of a Poland Springs water bottle. I'm like, dude, like what the fuck? I'd rather have six beers and just buy it from, linda is not just be fine
1: i uh, know i'm a I'm an apple bond guy though i'm an apple <laughs> bond. if i have to make a piece i do the apple it feels a little yeah retro, no my
0: vitamins too like real ones nice. you, you, <laughs> that's what dude that's what these kids bro they're just missing out like you know back in the day and it's not even like back in the day for us but you know, people used to have to smoke weed out of apples. Like as a freshman in high school, like you're 14 and you're just bulling and not even getting high, but all your boys pretend to be high and you're just giggling at shit that's already funny. Um, and now it's just like, oh, like just pass the dab card around in the KP bathroom and just. Chief oh no it.
1: i i I passed on the the apple method
0: because uh this time last year I was back there in the tri town,
1: is visiting for our graduation because like I said I didn't meet no one out here really to graduate with and i fucking knew all them so i went back yeah yeah and, and i acquired some uh some uh weed when i was out there and before i left i wasn't gonna take it back with me so i gave it to someone i won't mention who and he was like well how, how am i gonna smoke it i'm like give me a fucking apple real quick and i sat down for like 30 minutes and i taught him how and i'm like i show him how i'm like that i make him do it and fucking i got videos of me and him fucking doing it
0: that's so funny. And I
1: told him, I'm like, I'm like, you can also use a soda can, but that shit got aluminum. I get you more fucked up, but
0: not in a good way. Yeah, but I remember My first time
1: getting high was off of bad pen, though, because I, I kind of know what you mean.
0: I like, I was I tweaked off tweaked out off uh, I think uh, a Yoda OG cart one time. No um, way, that's uh, what I mean I was never really a smoker, but I this the one funny story I do remember. Uh, And I still don't really smoke, but, um, uh, the one funny story I do remember is, um, I was with, uh, E Roy shout out the boy. And, um, we had made that bougie ass gravity bong and we were just ripping it. And then, um, Actually, I have two stories. It's the first one. And then I remember I just chilling on this couch downstairs, and, like, a couple of the KP kids in our grade pulled up, and they were smoking outside, and then they came back downstairs. They would just ask me a question. I wouldn't say anything. It would just be silent. They'd be like, hey, Berg, like, you good, bro? And it would just be – we just – nobody would say anything. And then we'd all just start laughing. (laughs) It was like (laughs) – it was quiet. And then they'd start laughing, and I would start laughing, like, uncontrollably that was i mean that was funny (laughs) i know
1: i know what exactly what that silence means. yeah (laughs) Um,
0: yeah because it was just like i i had nothing to say i just didn't say anything and then uh i was talking to mike about this today uh and my boy my other boys um this was i think last year last winter um we uh and i like the edibles better because it's kind of like a beer like you know it's a measured amount so we were taking like two i took two five milligram edibles so like nothing like that gets me super impaired but i remember we all were chilling in the basement watching the uh, the tiger woods documentary and you know normally when you're watching shit with your friends like you know you're talking you're having a couple beers and chatting and asking questions bro we were locked into this documentary we were just like holy shit like tiger woods was the fucking man like nobody said a word and i didn't even realize it because i was so locked into the documentary I was like, "Wow, nobody has said anything in 30 minutes. <laughs> like, we we must we must be stoned or something." Oh, you're all in the zone. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, EDC Las Vegas is, and for those who don't know, EDC. Oh. I'll let Evan describe it, but yeah, come in. All right, it's Corbin. You want to talk to Berg real quick? Oh yeah, let's get uh let's get him in here.
2: We went
0: from flower child. Corbin, fuck is
2: flower child, place with the circle bowls. I don't want nothing. I'm good.
0: to Ah, Corbin, young stallion. He asked me what
2: food I want.
0: Got you. Um, but yeah, so EDC for those who don't know, Electric Daisy Carnival is this big music fest. Um, Evan, what was your experience in Vegas like? First of all, Corbin, either get in or get out.
1: Jack says either get in or get out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he said he's leaving. He'd be right back.
0: Uh, He took your vape, bro.
1: I know. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, what a rat. I got to live with him. You believe that
2: shit?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Um,
1: unbelievable. Uh, So EDC, uh, I'd only been to one concert before. Uh, Slipknot played at the Xfinity Center in 2019. That's the only one I've ever gone to. And uh, I started seeing this girl in the beginning of April, and she kept telling me about EDC. EDC. ED, like, all the time. I was, yeah, yeah. was in, And she was showing me pictures of shit. That first one she first talking about, because I'm not really into, uh, like, EDM and stuff like that. Yeah, like the
0: festival-type shit.
1: It's what it is. And so she would, like... And I have a nice stereo system in my truck, so she would start playing, like, all the songs. I'm like, I, I, if I was fucked up, like, I'd get into this. Even mm-hmm. when I was sober, it sounded nice. So EDC is a festival they have one here in vegas and one in orlando
0: they in had vegas? all a ton of my boys they got a house and they went to uh they went to the one in orlando it's like a whole weekend deal i think um uh you know we're we uh <laughs> that we had to suspend our uh pledge process for a week because all of our uh our our higher ups in the fraternity were all sick from edc and they were all dude, just i sorry. don't blame them dude
1: I, that is fucking fun
0: they all went too hard
1: Well, so EDC, it's like a like I said, it's a music festival, and there's nine stages I think, and it's three days, it's a weekend, and each stage basically plays a different genre of music, like electronic music. So if you want like Dead Mouse shit like that, you go to this stage. If you want, fuck, I don't remember another name. Yeah, they play uh, they like some house, techno, dubstep. Yeah, a couple of them play like
0: some of them like they they play like the headbangers where it's just like really hardcore. And then there's some lighter stuff. Um, and, uh, but I I just wanted to hear, first of all, going with a chick, great move on your part. Oh, it was fun. I I had the time of my life there. What, uh, where, what was, is it far from your house? Did you walk? What was the situation there?
1: No. So it's at the, uh, Speedway in North, east corner of vegas so it was only about a 30 minute drive but with 200 300 people going the traffic was kind of fucked yeah Uh, we got there uh i went my girlfriend went my girlfriend's brother and her two friends flew out from indiana to come watch it or come go fucking listen to it i guess it's a concert yeah but uh we got there I just fucking had an aneurysm. I just
2: lost my train of oh, thought. Shit. Yeah, the Speedway. BBC. Yeah,
1: Speedway. Yeah, so we got there, and uh, you want to bring a water pack? You're gonna Definitely. Be you got to stay hydrated. And we, over, we brought Molly. I've never done, never did Molly before. And that's, like, what everyone's doing there. People are fucking, there was weed and alcohol and all that there, too. But we got there, and we walked all the way down to the fucking, the check-in area, and our bags were too big. So I had to fucking walk like two miles back to my fucking parked car and put our bags back.
0: damn. Oh, but once man. you
1: walk in, it's like a fever dream. is the best way I can it's describe bananas. it. Bananas, dude, and the outfits are crazy. I had this fucking disco shirt. I have on that's a great fit. Cause I, cause I didn't know what else to wear. But when I got there, people have outfits on. They have these things called totems. So when you go with a group uh you want to be able to identify where you guys are at if you get lost so they have like these cool ass totems i saw one it was like don't feed the horse drugs and a bunch i wish i got more pictures of it but ketamine oh dude someone asked me if i fucking ketamine while i was there
0: <laughs> some special k action at...
1: <laughs> yeah i was fucking it was like my the first day i was there i was fucking rolling off the molly and uh this dude how was, was that was like, was hey that,
0: how is that different from the other stuff we were talking about so, all right, best. Well, you've never done
1: acid, so I don't know if this comparison is going to mean anything to you. But basically, to describe it is: it's what Molly does is it releases all the serotonin in your brain at once. Yeah. So it's pure like euphoria and bliss, but it feels like the acid body high, mm. but without all the fucking crazy visuals and like thought process and shit like right. that. it's nice. I like it. It's very fun, especially with the music. I you could feel the music and all that and when you're talking about the different genres they have there the one uh i just went wherever my girlfriend went because she in yeah. last year so she knew what she was doing we oh, went to like veteran uh, yeah we went to like the headbanging one and shit like that <laughs> so we just posted up in the back and i was sitting there dancing and having time in my life i met this dude who was smoking a joint and uh, molly you're so friendly you'll fucking talk to like fucking ted bunny like you would give us a shit yeah so I him, i'm like hey man can i get a rip off that he gave me three fucking joints right there he's like he's like here you go dude i didn't know if they were laced or whatever the
0: fuck but i took my chances i smoked them yeah that's unbelievable but there- just you
1: could go up to anyone there you could give anyone a hug you could fucking handshake or fucking dap anyone up like everyone there is so friendly and like in a nice mood it's cool. You'll definitely have to go sometime. At least the one in Orlando or the one out here in
0: Vegas. Dude, I next might come year, next yeah. year,
1: Berg, I'll show you around. I'll be a veteran.
0: So. <laughs> uh, I need to save up some skrilla for that. But um, I'm 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 wondering is would you say that the Vegas EDC is the uh, like the um the majors of EDCs or these music festivals? Because I know it's like big ones are Coachella. Um, what I don't even know the other ones, but. Uh, EDC has got to be up there, right? Yeah, I know it's one of, like, the main
1: big ones when people speak about music festivals. Yeah. I know Ethan went to uh, Life is Beautiful, I think, like, fall of last year. I forget when they had that. I didn't get to go to that. September, around there. Yeah, Let me take my, can you give me my AirPod case? Do you want to talk at all?
0: Yeah, Corbin.
1: Yo. Yeah, let let me fucking unplug
0: this shit real quick. But um, but yeah, dude. I um, it, it's. Did you meet any, like, did you have any conversations with people? How did those go?
1: I said it. I had the one dude come up and ask me for fucking ketamine, and I was at first I was a little offended. I'm like, do I look like I do fucking ketamine right now?
0: <laughs> I mean, you you are DDC in a disco shirt, so maybe. Oh yeah,
1: I, I know. i was people were loving the shirt by the way people kept coming like i
0: like your shirt it's dude it's a fantastic shirt i was gonna say something earlier it's this uh i can't even describe it i'm gonna need a picture for social media but it's a fantastic shirt
1: oh yeah I, well even the day i got compliment i was wearing it at target somebody's like dude all i gotta say is that shirt looks nice <laughs> i got this at party city That's where i get my fits at.
0: dude how is uh how are some fits you're running into there? The girls, by the way, are basically. Dude, naked. It was
1: well. The first day, it was so fucking windy. It was actually pretty miserable before the drugs hit, and I didn't give a fuck about the wind. Yeah, but girls wearing nothing but fucking g-strings and fucking pasties on.
0: It's crazy.
1: And then you got you got fucking the gay guys wearing nothing but like a speedo. The outfits are crazy. People dress up really cool, and then like I said, you just got the people wearing the skimpy shit like that. <laughs> But it it feels like a whole another like fucking world in that little fucking speedway while you're in
0: there, dude. It's it's like I I wouldn't know, but what I'm what I've heard and from talking to people, it's just a bunch of weekend warriors that are probably a lot of them are probably working corporate jobs like nine to five and they just go go nuts on the weekends.
1: Oh no, people live to go to the fucking that place. And at first, before I went, I was like. Look, I did my homework online before I went, of course, and I was like, people take this shit pretty fucking seriously. And then when I got there, I got it completely like I'll definitely be going again next year.
0: Like, oh, my God. That's awesome. I'm glad you had such a great time.
1: Yeah, there's like uh, who else? I did the zipper there, like the big fucking little white oh. training ride. That was fun because like they had rides like a like the little fucking little thing you're in was like shaking from the base because there's so many stages overlapping.
0: Yeah. And they they, did, had...
1: they they did a good job with that because, they like I said, they got nine stages there, and they're kind of close together, so you think you, like, hear overlap, but you don't. I don't know what type of sound engineering they do or whatever the fuck. But...
0: Right. Yeah. So did you talk to anybody that was like, oh, I just work as an accountant at a, a financial firm? Or did, did you have any standout conversations?
1: The only real pe- person I got to talk to was that dude who gave me a bunch of the joints, and then his girlfriend was talking to the, my girlfriend because they were kind of hunkering down in the corner they were tired and then uh, she was like telling us she was just on acid for the first time and like explaining to us how she felt about that, which I thought was funny because I love seeing people on their first psychedelic because I know what it's like too. And then uh, the dude I was talking to fucking walks over and he pulls out a bag of Coke and he's like,
0: fucking can start snorting that." Oh my it's and lawless like, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was
1: funny but that was really yeah i don't really remember talking to a whole lot of people just kind of like i was really only doing my, my own thing with my girlfriend
0: yeah so how'd it go with the girlfriend because i feel like that could be um a pressure cooker If if something goes wrong or if you know somebody gets too fucked up or this or that how did that end up going
1: <laughs> no it was it was really fun things went pretty uh pretty nice i only went the first and the last day
0: oh okay because the second
1: day my fucking uh my fucking boss like was being all dramatic he's like i don't know you might get fired if you don't come in tomorrow or whatever fuck so i didn't get to go the last day but it went it went well yeah we weren't fighting at all we just had a really good time except we were both doing molly which is they call it the love drug so we were just having the time of our fucking lives there
0: I've heard uh I've heard relations on Molly uh ruin regular sex is can you allegedly confirm, deny? I cannot confirm nor deny this statement. <laughs> I've only I've only ever done it at E C. So okay, gotcha. <laughs> Actually, I, I did
1: do it in smoke on Molly, which you know how you were talking about earlier with the weed, how you'll get so high you'll just shut down. Yeah. I was uncomfortably high yeah like i didn't even like i didn't even know my nervous system could do that shit i was just sitting on the couch i'm like fuck but,
0: dude yeah i mean i just feel like what i know no,
1: i definitely i definitely want to try it for sure it seems like it'd be fun
0: it's is it all on the speedway or is it just this big oh it's got to be the big open field right or I, well yeah
1: it's all in the speedway and it's a big nascar track
0: Oh, uh, oh, okay. It's fucking
1: big. Like when I heard it was there, I was like, "How are they gonna fit everything in there?" But once you're there, yeah. So yeah, if you look at the pictures online, you'll see how expansive it is. I wasn't. I didn't really take too many pictures while I was there. I don't gotcha. really take a lot of pictures in general. I was just like living in the moment. I'm like right, pulling my no, phone perfect. Out every two seconds.
0: What was your uh, favorite set?
1: Uh, Subtronic. I think that was the name of the guy it was on the last day because as he was playing they did the big ass firework display yeah and I, w- I was so fucked up off the mall I remember sitting there just like my hands by my side looking like I was the main character in the movie just looking at it like holy fuck <laughs> it, it's it's a lot of fun like I said it's something it's like the psychedelic is something you gotta do to really like experience and know like just hearing people talk about it you really don't get the whole
2: experience yeah you know? My AirPod, what
0: about? Oh, Corbin. Corbin, what's up, bro? Hey, put this in.
2: One second, Jack. Is this... Is this connected to that? It should be right.
1: Oh, Technical difficult. Is it connected now?
2: Um,
0: can you hear me, Jack? Yeah, I hear you great man. How you doing? Doing good, Good. Come about... a long you... way from uh. The GTA heists where we're shafting. Oh yeah, 100%.
2: <laughs> I, I
0: volunteered myself for five. Oh, dude, I I saw a tweet the other day. It was like these screens caused beef, and it was the uh the the payouts for the heists <laughs> in GTA. How you been? I've been hearing uh some some whispers. Just complete stallion on the the ice rink playing hockey. I wouldn't stay stallion, but <laughs> I'm getting better year by year. How's high school been out there, my man?
2: Good. So, I'm at a private school right now. It's like the equivalent of like Fian or some shit. Oh, guess. Okay. Yeah. And I reclassed. So, I redid my sophomore year. So, when we moved out here, it was the beginning of COVID. So, I was in ninth grade. And yeah. then did 10th grade here at public schools in Vegas. But mm-hmm. it was all online. So, I didn't meet anybody new. So, yeah. So, the only friends I had were like people that I had known since before we moved. Right, and then finished up that first sophomore year as a at public school, and then <laughs> reclassed, did sophomore did oh. sophomore year again at uh fake Lutheran, which is the private school. And I'm sorry to interrupt January. you,
0: Evan. Are you good there, bro? You just you looked like you died. Can you hear? him?
1: No, I
2: can't with what, what he's saying. He's asked, "You he looked like you
0: he died." He's asked, I no, was he dying for a second. <laughs> 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 that shit sneaks up on you sometimes. Yeah. So you reclass? You are you a junior now, or you redid your sophomore year? I'm gonna be a junior. Okay. Next school year. Oh, sweet dude, dude. That I wish I had taken a gap year or something. Like you're freaking golden. You're gonna be older, more mature than all your classmates. That's sweet, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Dude, I,
2: I went to the chiropractor. They said I have like three, four more inches to grow, and I'm already six three.
0: Dude, no, you do not. Seriously. <laughs> nope.
2: Dude, my that's growth plates, my growth plates are still open, and my hip, like growth plates, are still open.
0: Dude, let's go, man. You're gonna be a freaking. <laughs> keep eating, though. You gotta fucking put some meat on those yeah. bones. You look skinny yeah, as a rail. I know. I'm so fucking skinny. Just keep eating. Just ice cream shakes the whole nine. Are you interested in any of the uh, the psychedelic debauchery or you just, uh, you just hockey and beers and gas and zins? <laughs> Me and Evan leaked on acid before.
2: Oh, this that was fucking nuts. Oh, that was crazy. Dude, you guys know. are wild, man. Dude, I had like a revelation with God or some shit, Evan started reading the Bible as I was looking out the window at a mountain. And it was like kind of overcast. Not really like in Vegas, you can see the sky perfectly. So it was one of those days where there was like a perfect barrier between like clear sky and stormy sky. And it was like lightning and thunder on the stormy side. And right over, like, the peak of this mountain is where that line was. And Evan was talking about end times in the Bible. We are living in the time where Jesus is going to come and kill the people who do not worship him. And I was like, will you shut the fuck up?
0: (laughs) Bro, I, dude, that's crazy. I feel like I would just be having, I, I don't know. Evan's kind of warmed me up to the idea, but I just feel like, Oh, was such a bad panic attack you just have to put me on a shit ton of xanax and tuck me in bed
2: <laughs> yeah no um it's crazy you, you definitely like have to want to do it right me and him we were like fucking apes walking around like a new <laughs> enclosure we were walking around our garage sitting in there on such old stools we had we were like damn we got a nice garage man we got a little kid in Africa that don't have shit. We got a nice garage, man. We could live in here and be fine. We're, we're privileged. And yeah. then we like, I was acting like a monarch from like medieval times, preaching at the top of our stairs. There's like a banister that overlooks the whole living room. Yeah, it was nuts. I don't want to do it again though. Too
0: much. Too. Much. You got a career to focus on. You got a whole whole career puck yeah I definitely gotta focus on that all right man. well, it's been great talking to you. thanks for popping on for a bit. yeah all right take the
2: airphone
0: all right, man. that was great hearing from Corbin um Evan uh I know my buddies were telling me that if you go to those festivals, you can't be hammered or anything you'll just cause issues and you know kind of ruin the vibes um and I don't know how true that is, but I do want to hear more about your experiences with alcohol and drinking for the first time.
1: Uh, So the first time I ever got drunk drunk was after the Red Sox parade in 2018 or 19. The one where he got pushed on the tracks and like got hit and it like fucked up all the scheduling. So I remember I went to school that day. I came back. Ethan and Josie uh, showed up at my house just as I got off the bus and they had a water bottle full of a clear liquid wonder what the fuck that could be and they're like dick dick drink it and i took i knew it was alcohol i took a sip and it didn't burn as bad as i remember it burning when i had it when i was like younger yeah so i chugged the whole fucking water bottle like half a water bottle of like fucking tito's whatever the fuck was in that i got so fucked up they had to carry me up the stairs i didn't black out that time but I was, like, puking out my window the whole night. I was hugging the toilet. I was like, the Prohibition has had it right. This shit's the devil's <laughs> drink. I'm never drinking again.
0: I'm never uh, drinking again, bro.
1: That next weekend, I was drinking again. Like, fuck, who who, who was I fooling? But the first time I ever got blackout drunk was... You remember how I dressed up in the military uniforms a couple of times at school yeah, for the anniversaries?
0: Yeah, and I do want you to break that down.
1: So, so uh... What they do is they do the historical reenactments, like the battle reenactments.
2: Yeah. And they
1: do them like American Civil War, like anything really. Well, in uh, somewhere in Massachusetts, I think Collings, they have this big museum and they have tanks from World War One up to like modern day and like planes and shit. And like twice a year, they do this big event where like 400, 500 guys will come out all dressed up and they'll camp out in World War II tents and have tanks and planes driving by and shit. So uh, I went to one. And the first, when I first got there in that hobby, you're either like 16 to 20 or like 50 to fucking 70. There's really no one <laughs> between. There's, no, there's no middle There's no middle, there's no middle age and no people there. So when I was first there, it was just me hanging out with some old guys and they were smoking cigars and shit. And then someone my age showed up and I never met this guy in my life, but we both found that very quickly. We had the same goal to get fucked up that night. Yeah. And he he stole, like, a bottle of brandy or bourbon or some shit. And we ended up splitting that. And, oh, my God, I've never been that fucked up in my life. And uh, we went over to the German camp, and we started yelling at the Germans. We're, sing- we're both Irish. We're both singing, like, Irish folk songs. Yeah. And the last thing I remember is, like, hobbling out to this fucking tree line. And, you know, you got to piss like a motherfucker when you drink. These were right. two-trousers or like pants have eight fucking buttons on the fly. So I remember sitting there like hobbling back and forth, trying to fucking unbutton this shit. And I'm like, I might piss myself. I'm being honest with myself right now. I might piss myself and I blacked out. And I remember coming to in like one of those shit, like World War II tents It was a yeah. one man tent. And I remember coming to and like looking up and seeing like the, the M1 grand and all my gear and the shit in the corner and had the World War II uniform on. I thought I fucking time traveled for good like three minutes because <laughs> I completely forgot the night before. I was like, what the fuck? And uh, eventually I was able to like, I ba- basically almost alcohol poison myself when I looked up online. I couldn't keep anything down. No water. Every time I tried drinking, I just puked it up 20 minutes later. yeah. But the big thing people go there isn't to the hang out. They do a battle and they get these like blanks that basically wasn't a real gun but this is a muzzle flash no bullet comes out right and i remember they're sitting there getting ready to fucking go to war and sitting there in that tent miserable like all right you got this you're gonna go out there you're gonna have fun and i hyped myself up and i went out there and then we had to line up and do like fucking little like parade real quick and there's pictures of it and you can see me in the background as well everyone else is trying to put on a mean face and look all like like a hero and I'm just there like just barely staying alive. I'm a little slouched over. Yeah. But
0: uh so is that why did you end up wearing uh the the uniforms to school? Cause I, I remember you I remember it would be like the day after Veterans Day or you know close to Memorial Day and I just see I'd see a paratrooper in you know Phys Ed and I'd be like whoa like <laughs> what happened? Yeah well so
1: in uh like 2017 uh, I've always been into, like, military history. Of course. I don't know, it. like, when it started. It, it, yeah, it's fucking bad. I was, like, watching the war movies growing up. And I realized that the 100th anniversary of World War I ending was, like, a year away. And I just got a job. So I was like, you know what? I can spend my money on weed and shit. Or I can, like, collect uh, a whole-ass uniform and wear that shit to school. Because yeah. I, I, I always, like, fucking put a show on school. Like, I, I didn't really care. Yeah. So uh, that was the first one I did. And I wore that for Veterans Day in 2018
2: and oh, everyone sweet.
1: loved it everyone they're like like damn that shit's sick i remember how nervous i was fucking walking up into the school i didn't know if they were gonna let me in or whatever the fuck but all my <laughs> teachers loved it everyone loved it so then i was like all right, i gotta do this again next year and then i got the uh the paratrooper outfit and the same thing i wore it in everyone, everyone loved it people were like poking and prodding all the shit on there
0: uh, it's badass dude
1: well with history i think it's one thing when you like Play like fucking Call of Duty or watch a war movie. When you see someone like actually with that shit on in front of you, or same thing with like actual World War ii guns or tanks right. or anything from history, and people always got a kick out of it, and they loved it. So that's that's what I did. I remember the first day I did it. Ethan like Ethan was giving me a ride to school, and he's like, "You walk in front of me. I'm not walking." With you. <laughs> <laughs> like they they might shoot you walking in the fucking school. I remember the World War One boots had hobnails on the bottom, so just metal studs and the flooring and the school was all like linoleum or whatever yeah. the fuck. So what everyone found out they could do is it's basically ice skates on that material. So they would just grab me by like the fucking backpack with the shovel as a handle and just push me through like a fucking plow.
0: And just scratch so I just- the shit out of the floor. And I had
1: the helmet on, so I was fucking bonking people with a steel ass helmet, scratching the floors up. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun i'd be that's miserable, i bro. mean
0: that was always one of my favorite things was seeing you in the halls you getting ready to storm the beaches in normandy when you're taking <laughs> some algebra that was yeah i, I remember
1: just the best thing would be walking in between classes and be like what the fuck or it'd be like soldier the gave me a, <laughs> a <salute. laughs>
0: the rock little salute oh my god um... that's awesome all right and then last thing uh Mormon church. You mentioned you had did some shit with, for the Mormons. I'm, I'm curious to know more. Uh, so,
1: uh, they don't have a lot of like, uh, Mormon churches out there. And so I do really only out here in Utah and my, uh, I have a half sister actually is, um, Mormon and they actually prefer to be called Latter-day Saints.
2: Yeah.
1: A member of of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's how they'll tell it to you. If you ask them what church they're a part of. Right. And, uh, I did more research in it when I found out my half sister was one
2: because I had yeah.
1: never met her before. And like I just want to do my research. Right. And then it's very they're very friendly to people who aren't a part of the church. But they're also very inclusive at the same time. And uh, working at Walmart, I met a I met a handful. and I became uh, pretty close with one of them. And he the way the Mormon church works is when you turn 18 and are done with school as a guy. It's not required, but socially it is, if it makes sense. They go on a mission for two years and preach the word
0: of a uh, Mormon. Yeah, of the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. And just you know what it's like Jesus was American and then he made the Native American skin red because he was angry with them. And Joseph Smith, um, <laughs> Joseph Smith led these people out west and um he wrote his own version of the Bible that he saw in visions and through seer stones. And, ah, oh,
1: yeah. The, the basic history of it is you, with the Bible, you have the old Testament, which is like Samson, the flood. Yeah. David and Goliath. And then you have the new Testament, which is basically everything. Jesus. Right. And I don't really know how much about it, but I know that's the basic part. Well, Joseph Smith in like the 1840s said he found gold plates with another chapter.
2: Yeah. The, Bible the trilogy. Of the
1: book of Mormon. And it's basically just like, in America, there were the Lamanites and the Nephites or some shit. Yeah, and they've been, been killing each other for thousands of years. And then when Jesus died on the cross, he came over. Wow, and, like did some fucking magic shit over here. And then, and, like you've seen, like the South Park episode and shit like yeah. that. But that's basically what they believe is that there's another chapter to the Bible, and that only their church, yeah, it's, it's a true church because they mm-hmm. have it. Which like one that. is
0: which one is um the Jewish um are they the old testament or do they have their own scripture
1: the, the jewish have or jews have the torah which are from that's our, right write, is My only some books from the old testament
0: okay that's right
1: the main difference between jews and christians is jews are still waiting on the son of god or the savior to come back yeah but christians okay. believe that it was jesus right but then there are some jews who think that jesus was the savior but I also think another one's coming. It, that shit gets so
0: convoluted. I'm not religious
1: myself. I just find that shit very interesting. Like it theology. is interesting. But uh, with the mission, before they leave, they give out a speech. And he, uh, he had invited me. And uh, he lives in the same neighborhood as me. So I saw his mom a couple of times. And she yeah. basically told me, like, he was the only person not in the family that wanted to go. So, you know, I had to go there and support my boy. And he just, I asked him what I should wear. He's like, just nice. I didn't know Mormons have a dress code and what they all wear is a white shirt with a black tie and black slacks and black shoes. I showed up with like a silk blue shirt on, my sleeves rolled up, aviators on, a fucking nice like watch with (laughs) brown shoes. And I remember I went over to his house before we went there. And I remember walking in, he looked at me like, oh, you look good. I was like, yeah, right? Like, I dressed up. When I got to the church, I didn't even have to say nothing. I walked in, and people just fucking knew. They're like, so uh, you're not a member of the church, are you? I'm like, no, not at all. Hell nah. But just watching them, like, how they talk about it. And he he started, like, breaking down crying on the stand, like, giving the speech, like, how excited he was to go and spread the word. Yeah. And then they had a dude returning from, like, a three-year mission, and he was talking. He started breaking down, crying about it, too and people were crying around me and it it was a cool experience to go but the whole time they kept trying to recruit me and it was low it was kind of creepy because <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like because uh he went to like some after like special class and i went with them because he asked me i'm like i'm like all right yeah, you're my buddy i'll go with you the whole time they were just focused on me trying to get me to join
0: yeah where do they go on their mission trips do you know
1: uh, you go all over the world. I worked with one guy who went to fucking South America and he said he saw people get shot and shit in front of them, like getting mugged. And they he got mugged like three times because they're like, oh, white American in fucking Ecuador or wherever the hell he was. Like, yeah. Uh he ended up going to uh Salt Lake City, Utah for his mission.
0: Nice. Which I thought was kind of ironic because that's like Mormon H-Q. Yeah, that's H yeah, that's a pretty good one. And much when he told me, advantage. I was like,
1: Yeah, it's good for you, man. But then I'm like thinking about it my like, bro who the fuck are you going to convert in Salt Lake City man <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't everyone there already mormon
0: yeah well dude thank you for coming on and sharing man i, I really truly appreciate it dog uh this has been fantastic i uh, and couldn't have gone any better honestly
1: yeah i, I had a good time coming on i've I wanted to uh, be a guest since you started it so i'm gonna say you have a really good production put up here the one with the the author i forget his name
0: Oh, you uh, like that one,
1: dude? I was listening to that at work, and I fucking forgot that like I knew you, <laughs> and like she like actually was low key professional. You guys were getting to like very nice conversation and stuff like that. Like
0: I know it's kind of funny one with, uh, with Goreham.
1: <laughs> that
2: one was good. Like
0: it, it's you're it's good, funny. you're very charismatic. Oh, oh, thank you. I'm I'm blushing. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny low-key. when uh the you just read a book that you got at a public library with a ridiculous Twitter handle and johnny drama and then it's me with a tito's bottle and he was still like dignified it with a response and was like yeah like email me and he just set it up and yeah he was great i actually tweeted at him recently um because he had a ben shapiro's uh news company the daily wire uh he wrote for them and uh ben shapiro endorsed it and i uh, i replied i was like um ben shapiro and the daily wire uh california teachers six-pack with jack some of the most reputable and uh truthful organizations in media no today.
1: fucking way that's great <laughs> <laughs> i mean hey
0: six-pack with jack merch When's it dropping oh soon i gotta i i need to i'll, be the, I'll be the first one in line i need to update my logo a bit but dude Thank you so much for coming on, man. I really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm thanks for having for me. You. I yeah. you, you're on the. You look like you're on the right track. I know you're on the right track. You're a great guy, and I'm stoked for you, dude.
1: Yeah, thank you, Bird. Means a lot coming from you. Appreciate it. Well, right, Seth, you are destined for good things too. I know you're gonna be on serious one
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much, and I will see you guys later. Peace.